I, I say we start a podcast. Right. Let's go crazy. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to get through a thing called cartoon violence as a podcast. <laughs> and I guess that's what we're doing now, uh, if I, I assume correctly, that we are now live and recording and being awesome all right now. I think we're doing all three. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another exciting, thrilling installment of Cartoon Violence as a Podcast. Season 2, Episode 1. Yay! We Woo! made it to uh, we made it to a second season, and there's nothing you can do about it except just groove on it. I am your host, Professor Robot. I'm your other host, Dr. Octave. And, and we are here with our good friend... Who, what, what, should we call you by your old name what? or your new name? DJ 8-Bit Mullet. That's, that's who we're here with, right? You may refer to me as 8-Bit Mullet. Or yeah. add the DJ if you like. I don't care. Can we, uh, can we call you Al? If we, if just, just here and there. You can call me Eddie. Anything uh, you want. You call me Al. I'll call right. you the artist formerly known as Big Al. <laughs> that's very fitting. Yes, yes. Unfortunately fitting. Yeah, 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 well, <laughs> let's not Depending even start. Let's not even start trying to compare me to Prince. Nothing uh, compares to you, okay? <laughs> let's get it real. Uh, it's, uh, a, it's a good theme, you know? It wasn't until y'all invited me to do this that I started thinking, where was I when I heard Prince songs for the first time? And I can, always, I can almost always remember the setting, and it's kind of weird. It's like I had this timeline from whatever that science fiction movie was. You know what I'm saying? I just rewind and I go to the day. Right. And uh, I'm sure y'all got some of those too, so I can't wait to hear them. Yeah. So that's a, a teaser. We'll be doing Prince songs for our top five list. Um, but, but we're jumping way, way ahead right now. We're super jumping. We're, we're here to talk to our buddy here about about his tunes, not not somebody else's. Well, which they're kind of somebody else's, like when you think about it. But they're they're put together in a unique and interesting way that becomes a bit mullet. There that's we it. go. There we go. And that's what we're here to talk about. Do this. You are one of my favorite people ever. Do you know that? <laughs> you are just you are just a big ball of awesome, my friend. Like so. Let's first. I think a good place to talk about is let's talk about the Big Al era of your musical career because that's kind of the launching point of what gets you to a bit mullet, right? Yes. And you're a cool yes. guy too, Blake. Aw, shucks. Aw, no. Aw. I'm just blushing. Look, look <laughs> deep into your heart. You know it to be true. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. I, I will take the compliment. But, uh, but yeah, let's talk about... Because, like, Big Al's jams, like, you're... you're your your hip hop. You, this was just like this isn't you being a DJ. This is you being an MC. You got you collaborated with a bunch of people to like drop some dope beats on your album. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, felt, I I had a dream of making a rap album back when I was in college, and it took a long time of you know getting away from that and then coming back to it and then saying okay let's get serious and then just doing it. It was a goal I'd had for shit. What was it like? 10 years, maybe? I finally did it. You know, because you, 
you're, you split up with your band or whatever, or in my case, a rap group in college. And then, you know, you, you, in my case, I started a business, you know, I got married and stuff, uh, had little girls, you know, so you get distracted from that. Yeah. Like your creative endeavors kind of go on the back burner while you're in family mode and provider mode. Right. That's right. But any time, you know, I could have, you know what I did looking back, I was always playing something. I was still playing piano, um, guitar in high school. I played like piano for like five years. I used to just follow the books. And then I would, I found out how to get sheet music for any video game by using notepad, right? You would import a MIDI file and you could print out sheet music of any Nintendo game. And I would play that and I would play like TV themes and movie themes for some reason, just the themes and maybe like some of the pop songs. It's just fun to play. You know, I got more into that than classical music and get super good at it and also accordion. But, uh, the dream of the, of rapping had been on the back burner. I just had some rhymes left over from college, like for two songs. Like, sure, I was hot with the accordion, but did I have what it take to drop the dope rhymes? Who knows? Who knows? Well, we found out, uh, even if it took a decade for you to get there. I mean, what what was the, like, fuck it, I'm finally going to do this moment for you? Oh, that's a good question. Let me think. It probably started with going to some of the uh, weirder events in California when I lived out there. You know, there's all kinds of stuff going on in the Bay Area, and you just meet, you know, wackier bands like yourselves, you know, people who dress up like samurai and uh, mad scientists, you know, and, and, and there's, I found out that video game music was a scene, and since I've always been into remixing the music that I love in different ways, which, you know, video games is just one kind of, I want to hear it again in a different way. So I was like, shoot, I should do this. Because I got to know musicians, and uh, I don't know. I was like, I should, I should finally do this. I should put something out. So the the community in the in the Bay Area or just California in general kind of got you, got you in the mood for it. You're like, yeah, this is this is plausible. There's there are people doing this. So I can do this too. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. And then you came with the fire, man. I'm telling you, that was like like your your rap album is like one of my albums of the year, like from uh, what was that 2014? I think it was. I think yeah. it was 2014. Yeah, it was like, in the fall. Like that that shit is was in heavy rotation for quite some time. Like when, once you uh, once I got my copy from uh, from your crowdsourcing. Yeah, it certainly yeah. had a it certainly had an energy about it. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention was... the live show energy. I mean, the, dan- <laughs> the dancers. I mean, come on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dancing, yeah, dancing, dancing's the shit, man. I love to get people dancing, and it's we also have... it's also fun to have like people doing some moves that you're like, whoa. You know that just that just changes the tone, and it get things get wacky, as you know. You yes. know, we had some good, we had some good times together. Sometimes we play at the same places, you know, and then I'd see y'all show and. Uh, everyone influences, everyone influences you in some way, you know, you pick up stuff from people, you share it. <laughs> that didn't yeah. come out right. <laughs> <laughs> but no. You learn things from people. You have good times. Yeah. You, know what I'm you pick up yeah. other people's shit. You play with it. You know, talk it um, it's like, Oh, look at what this guy's doing. Oh, if they're doing that, I shouldn't even worry about it wanting to do this. 
Yeah. Yeah. If these guys are making music with like a, like a 89 Casio or something, I don't know what that was. Uh, or, um, just some, you know, just some of the weirder stuff. That Star dude, boots. Just fucking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Crash faster. Curious quail. There's, there's some good stuff out there. Yeah. That, that dude who plays that guitar with like. Jean 18, 18 strings. Yeah. The he pulls bases? out this. Yeah. This primeval bass. It looks yeah. like a. It's a. I think it's an 11 string or a 12 string bass. And it's got like a joust inlay. Uh, he's probably going to be on our podcast at some point in the next couple of months, actually. Yeah. He's, I never met him, but he, uh, you know, to play something that complex, he strikes me as an interesting guy. He's a cool dude. He's a really cool dude. Uh, uh, he was in, I mean, I don't want to like talk about him too much, but he was in a band called Nuclear Rabbit that is, uh, very Mr. Bungle era. Quite bungle esque. Like rock, rock like metal. Yeah. Uh and he's done a lot of metal projects and stuff. His his career is like very just spread over like a, a broad yeah, a broad canvas for sure. But I mean, speaking of broad canvases though, so you drop this fucking dope ass album, you you fucking make you hit the scene hard and then it's like poof, magic. You're gone. In a lot of ways, in a puff of smoke. Yeah, and like, I twirled my cape. <laughs> You're like, I'm out of here, California. Peace. I out. moved. I moved across the country. Quite an Richmond. adventure you you had moving across the country. <laughs> Yay, vehicles! Don't even, get, don't even get me started. I'm still mourning the loss of that car. That was a. I miss your Cadillac, car. man. That's a pimp ride. It really was. When Big Al I, picks you up in a giant Cadillac, you know you've arrived. Oh yeah. Then, yeah, yeah, yeah. We had um we had some good times rolling in that thing. It was a nice vehicle. And now you come to think of it, I think of of driving musicians around in that thing and some of the times we had and the shit we listened to. Yeah, I uh I th- the Double Dutch album. Steely <laughs> <laughs> Remember listening to the Double Dutch bus. Frankie Smith. Yeah, Frankie Smith. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Like rolling around Oakland with uh, you and Mega Ran. If I can name drop a little bit. Like you guys came out to Oakland to chillax and check out the scenes here. And, yeah, that was like, fun. Yeah, it was we, good times. We saw those things in Oakland that look like AT-ATs. Oh, yeah. The, uh, <laughs> the cargo lifts. Cargo yeah. lifts, the famous cargo lifts yeah. that inspired the AT-ATs in uh, Empire Strikes Back. It is no that, coincidence that they look alike. Yeah. On a cold day, you would you would think you're in Hoth. Yeah, you're just great, grateful that they don't know where Echo Base is. <laughs> That's cool. all I got to say. Yeah. Yeah, so, but yeah, Lynn, back to your, back to the story of 8-Bit Mullet. Like, so yeah, you, uh, like, what made you decide, like, all right, I'm kind of, I did the rap album. Like, did it get it out of your system? Like, were you kind of like, I did it, it's done. Like, now I want to, like, move on to just, like, dropping beats and stuff. Well, you know, at I guess starting, you know, once it, once it came out, my mind was 100% on, like, what are all the things that, I need to make sure to do before this is done, done, right? Like I want to take care of business up front, party in the back. Hey, what a philosophy. What a, what a way to go. 
you know? So I started thinking about mullets because they're like that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Is this the front party in the back? <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's what I tell my girls. I'm like, you clean up the room and then we'll go watch The Flash on TV because that, that show is the shit. The show is the shit. So Are you think up? the mullet is like a whole life philosophy that you're developing. I don't know, Victor. Is that what it means to you? That's what, what I'm hearing is that you're applying the mullet at several layers in a holistic way to how you engage with the world. A mullet is layers on a currency that rivals that of trident layers. It's like nine layers deep. Does, you know it have, does it have breath crystals, though? If that's, what you, if that's what you want, sure, man. That's what it does for you. Because the thing about a mullet is everyone has a different perception of it. It means a different thing to everyone. Like To me, a mullet means like Billy Ray Cyrus and hockey. Billy Ray Cyrus and hockey, okay. Those are two things that I, I commonly associate with a mullet. I think of the time, God, it was like 10 years ago I first heard the word. I think the Beastie Boys were the very first ones to ever say that word in a song. I think I read that somewhere. If I'm wrong, someone let me know. But if I'm right, man. That's anyway, that, <laughs> where am I going with this? Where are that, you going with this? I don't Mullet, know. Just, as a life philosophy. Oh, I don't know. So, it, so, the, so that you're like, forget, like, you have to shed the... Shed the cocoon that was Big Al and become the butterfly that is a bit mullet. <laughs> was that sort of it? Yeah, pretty much. I, I, but I digress. You know, the bottom <laughs> line is, I was like, the album's out now. I'm gonna get it in. You know, I'm gonna get it in iTunes. I'm gonna get it here. Then get it there louder. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I took care of that, and then I was, I was like, what's next? And I like to collect ideas and let them percolate. And it was the holiday season, you know what I'm saying? So it was the time, it was the fall, you know, it's when leaves are falling and they're pretty, they're pretty soon they're going to be gone. And it's just a time of year when I'm thinking ahead already to, to the next year. And I was, I was like, I could do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I'm unstoppable. No, I just meant like I could make another, I can make another rap album. I could, you know, what else would be cool? And I had to live in Richmond for a while before I felt its energy and its vibe. And, and it's a very different place and I love it, but there's no, no place in Virginia that I'd rather live. So I was sad to leave California and the Bay area because there's so many great things out there. Uh, and Lake Tahoe made a couple trips out there and big Sur as often as I could, you know, it's beautiful part of the country. I moved to Richmond. It's, it's so chill because it's got so much history. It's, it's laid back. There's not a lot of traffic. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's chill. Uh, there's lots of, there's something for everyone here. It's close to shit. The beach mountains, badass river going through town. So it just kind of led you to this, like, vibe, if you will, for your new, for your new, for your new project. Well, I just got used to living here and and uh, let it percolate. And then I was like, you know what? I just feel like getting back to basics, learning how to make music, you know, increase my production skill. I decided I wanted to DJ. I was like, that's what's missing. I love hearing my favorite songs in a new way. And to turntable, you know, that's what I associate DJing with. I grew up, when I hear DJ, I'd picture <coughs> some guy, you know what I'm saying, just go into town. And I was like, man, I should learn how to do that. Like the Jam Master J's 
or the Ren Dogs or the uh, man. Oh, I hate myself now. <laughs> oh my God! Why can I not Terminator X? Yes. There we go. Knew I'd get it. I was I was like, if I cannot remember Public Enemies DJ, I'm gonna be a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Whew. Yeah, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I miss you guys. I miss you guys, though. I've met a lot of cool musicians here. You know, life's going on. I'm doing my thing, but I miss you guys. And I came back for that one last festival, and I don't know when I'm going to come back out again, but I want to. I want to see more of Yosemite. I was telling Victor. Yeah, come oh, on out. Yeah. yeah, Yosemite, dude, we could we could throw a, a music festival up in the woods for chips. Chips in woods. That would be a great – I would lo- love to see the chiptune scene get go – Camping. I would love to see that happen. I would really well, 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 like to see that. That's all. Well, I'm Blake, saying. what if I told you that there is a place where people who love chiptune music could go camping? Really? And that it happens to be uh, like an hour's drive from here in Virginia. That's right. So what you're saying is, is we should come out to Virginia. Were one so inclined, they could check out. Uh, Mag Stocks camping event, which is like the third weekend in June. And uh, I did it last year. It was super fun. So that's one benefit, right? Where do, you, where do you Among poop? many, but it's close to MagFest. Where did you poop? They had a bathroom because it was one of those campgrounds. It's a little more family-oriented. Ah. Uh. But like three-fourths, I don't know, three-fourths of the campground is uh, MagFest people, and the rest is like... Families just doing their thing on their little area. Everyone's got their area, right? But some people walk into there and they're like, what the hell is going on here? Because they're expecting, you know, nothing but kids. And so you get there and it's cool. There's people, there's all these people in tents, but they're the kind of folks, you know, um, they love video game music. They love chip music. They probably like nerd music. You know what I'm saying? It's just cool people. So I made some friends there. They had music going on. And uh, there's that. There's the leaves in the fall. Anyway, I'm done selling Virginia. <laughs> the tourism company, you know, someone needs to send me a check. I don't know who you are, but I just plugged it hard. There you go. Um, <laughs> but so now you've, you've always been an old school guy and in my mind. Like I have compared you to the Egyptian lover several times. Because <laughs> I'm... <laughs> You you're just you're just so you're just so smooth. Yeah. So smooth. You got that savoir faire, if you will, about you. Uh but you know, uh listening to listening to your mixes, you know, I mean you you you've got like you've literally got the Egyptian lover mixed in with <laughs> Super Mario Brothers 2 Desert music. Yeah, guilty and, as charged. And yeah. what 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 is it? Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time Desert music? Did I catch that right? It's from Mario Kart 64, the Calamari Desert level. And I heard well, you some know uh, Cantina theme in there somewhere, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just threw that in for fun. And I got one review, and it was complimentary. And he said, you know, it, it was from an older era, so I didn't really recognize any of the tunes except for this one thing, which I forget. And the other was, like, the Cantina song. Because, like, yeah, it was a video game-oriented mix, but I was like, you know what? Screw to hell with it. I'm just going to add this, uh, throw the cantina band in this one section for 30 seconds because I liked it. it. It made me, you know, thanks for calling me the Egyptian lover. 
Hey. You know, he, he was pretty straightforward. He's like, hey, I'm Egyptian. I'm sexy. I make beats and all the women love me. And every single song was like some variation of those things. But he kept saying it in so many different ways. That's what's so <laughs> hilarious about it. So I don't know. I, I try to be a little more subtle. You're, you're, <laughs> I mean, most of your songs are about how you're Egyptian. I mean, we can't deny that. Me, mine? <laughs> yeah. All your songs about how Egyptian you are. That's who you need to have on your podcast, Blake, is the actual Egyptian lover. Don't I tell would, me I would, who to have on my podcast. Uh, you know, I'm just... <laughs> Why don't you have him on your podcast? Yeah, he's a thought leader. Yeah. yeah, look at me. Look at me. I don't know. Maybe I should. How yeah. about it? You want me to do that? Do it. Definitely. All right. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'm going to put that on the uh, back burner to, to, to let percolate and maybe... maybe I'm going to get started and find the actual Egyptian lover. I hope you do. I, would, <laughs> I, I want to hear that. Huh. Go on a quest. In the mean, Live tweet in it. The mean, in the meantime, though, let's talk about, like, how long have you had these ideas for these mixes? I didn't. Really? Uh, I said, I want to see what happens. The thing was, I came to Richmond, and there's people who do very improvisational stuff, and they do house shows. It's a much more intimate setting. I felt that a live performance would be something best to learn how to do. And obviously I had those before, but you know, what was I going to do in my new performance so that it would be memorable and, uh, I thought learning to turntable, I heard there was, you know, you can get software to emulate vinyl. So you're using an actual turntable and this control disc to manipulate any digital file. And so I thought, hmm, I could take any digital file and wiki, wiki, wiki to it. Why not? So I've been learning to do that. I haven't really recorded myself doing that. I've just come out with mixes since then that I've made on Ableton, uh, collages of real songs and game songs. Uh, yeah, and you taught yourself Ableton as well, right? Well, you know, you take their tutorials, you read their manual, but uh, it's time to start going to this live group they got in Richmond to actually talk to a person because every time you're piecing together tips and how to do this from various forums and stuff, or you're watching a tutorial and they're like, here's how to plug in your instrument, you know, do this, do this, do this, something about the red light. And then it doesn't work. And so I'm like, okay. Uh, I, so I Google that and then you have to read through all these forums again. You know what I'm talking about? You've done, you've oh, done yeah. basic internet research, but uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I'd love to have a faster way and I'm going to find it pretty much. But yeah, I put it together. Uh, I felt, you know what I missed was playing an instrument. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a definitely a different vibe. Yes. Like it's fun. You're off work, you know, you're chilling out, strum the guitar, play the keyboard. Do what do you guys do? You know, you play the keyboard after work, Victor, or you do it like at four in the morning. Uh, usually not at four in the morning. A lot of times it's like, if I need a break, from something that's like mentally taxing if i'm doing work at the computer i'll like i'll get up and i'll go to the piano and sometimes i'll play something that you know i know and sometimes i'll just be like i like this chord let's see where this goes yeah i i think i i just pick up the guitar whenever i can i guess whenever i've got a free minute whenever i want to learn something it's just like when that moment of inspiration hits for me I don't know. Usually if I'm working on something, I stay pretty focused. 
Like, but, uh, yeah, if I really, what gets me playing is watching other people play. Like if I go see an act live and it's really good, like I'll be like, Oh God, I got to go back home and practice more. Yeah. Up your game. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's, that really drives me to practice more. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's weird. You're never really sure when it's going to happen. You just want to have an instrument by you when it's time. Like so, more than anything. But, so yeah, Ali, but for you, the, like the turntablism, has that been sort of itching that uh, or scratching that musical instrument itch for you? Scratching that, scratch, scratch, scratching that itch. <laughs> There's a joke in here somewhere. Uh, nice one, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, I, have, I met a friend here who was a DJ in D.C., and then he relocated to Richmond, and that dude has two turntables and a mixer and some speakers and he's got like 2000 records he's got like a whole hallway full of them in crates and he will just spin for hours he'll, he'll pull out one disc look at it you know pull out another that's the one put it down the net first song's ending you know and he'll just kind of smoothly pick it up but there's no uh, messing with it you know it's totally old school and I said, that looks fun. So he started showing me how to do it. And then I finally got my gear. Uh, I finally got my turntable and uh, the Akai AMX and uh, Serato is the, the software I use. And that's what I'll take to, uh, I, have a, I, I have a library of songs from my youth that I like that, you know, I'm constantly adding to and a couple thousand video game tracks from every level of various games on various consoles that I play personally. So like, or, how, yeah, go ahead. Or maybe ones that I wanted to explore. <laughs> Cause some, you know, sometimes like nothing works, but like some obscure track from some game, no one played, but it's perfect for this spot. So what the hell? Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes you need some of that balloon fight. There. And maybe you haven't played Balloon Fight, but yo, you know Balloon Fight would be dope on this track. Yeah, Balloon Fight You just got to drop Balloon Fight in there, man. That's what she said. She did. She never said that. She's don't a lie. big fan of Balloon Fight. <laughs> she probably is. I mean, it's hard not to like that game. It is hard. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so tell us about so, these house parties, man. I'm yeah, curious. what are you? So you're dropping you're dropping beats at parties now. Is it like like you mentioned missing an instrument? Like, have you thought about grabbing an accordion and like, DJ, like dropping the accordion grooves while you don't have to like push any buttons or anything? I haven't played that for years. So matter. It's like it a doesn't. bicycle. It's like a bicycle, but I think you should just be MC Squeezebox. <laughs> you should have a microphone. <laughs> On the accordion, I, and you should rap to your accordion beats. I decided to move on without it a while back. It was fun for a couple of years, but I thought, you know, it's time to try a different instrument or pick one and get better at it. But, you know, I'm not going to be the next weird out of Yankovic. I mean, some people play like five instruments, and that's cool. Um, you know, I only have so much time, so I was always looking for new ways to make music. So when you go to these house parties, is it just like your some of the like like your eighties mashup stuff? Like your bad dudes mashup seems to be the party thumper. 
we occasionally have friends over for a mixer, you know, at our house and we play music, you know, um, I'm just in charge of the music. I play all kinds of music is, you know, but I sometimes I play my own stuff and, you know, I'm still announcing it online. So I'm just doing my thing, but we have friends over and then that led to local artists performing. Nice. So you have, so they come over to your place. So you're like hosting like kind of lounge nights at Big Al's or DJ, or at 8-Bit Mullets. <laughs> I mean, we're just, we're just in, we're just entertaining guests and everything's pretty chill. How lovely with what wine pairs best <laughs> with an 8-Bit Mullet set. <laughs> oh man. I don't even know if that's a loaded question or if I'm just in such an obscure niche that it's totally normal. Like I would, I would go with like a nice. I, I mean, I prefer Merlot, but I think a Merlot would would match your music well. Why? Well, thank you. Why? Well, thank you. Your music is quite highbrow as well. I can picture myself eating it with a vino verde and steak. You know what pairs really nice with our music is some Canembert cheese and uh, a nice Pinot Grigio. Well, that sounds nice as well. I like it blue and reds in myself, but you know, hey, hey, no one asked you. <laughs> You're a doctor of music, not a doctor of wine and cheese. I have opinions about wine and cheese. I'm high class, yeah, but you don't have a doctorate in wine and cheese. <laughs> well, and you do. You're a sonic death machine. You're made know, to wage war using audio waves. You don't care about cheese. I understand chemistry and how the way things interact and like stuff. This doesn't have to be a battle. We can all enjoy our own cheeses. Whatever. Whatever. This is this is irrelevant. It's irrelevant. What's really important here is that we talk about the Bad Dudes mix. Like, is Bad Dudes your favorite game? Like, why were you like, I'm going to do a Bad Dudes-specific mix? I went to Mag Classic, and they had a Bad Dudes machine, and... We had more time there to just chill out and play games and then also listen to music and then, you know, also hang out with friends in, in the evening or all day. Really, you're seeing friends, but uh, we beat the game. It's the first time I finally played the thing through. And the reason was we didn't need quarters, you know, so I'm just I finally got. So you were a bad enough dude to save the president. <laughs> Apparently so. Did Apparently you add, so. Did you, and you had pizza and soda at the at the Oval Office with him. It had that weird ending. Yeah. They just bro out. They just bro <laughs> with the president. Yeah. It's like, you thanks know? for saving me, guys. Let's fucking make a Budweiser commercial here in the White House. He knows they've got his back. That's all that matters. It's a couple of dudes in tank tops and sweatpants drinking that, beers. That's who beat it with me. Drinking, really? <laughs> <laughs> it's like a meta party. It's a two-player game. Was that the first time you'd ever really gotten into Bad Dudes? Was like, was it a new discovery? Is that what inspired you? Or oh no, you, absolutely uh, not. I used to play it on. Uh, must have, I think it was Nintendo, yeah. and you know, never got all the way through. It was too hard on Nintendo. Arcade version was the best version anyway. Absolutely, it, it was so tough to get past the the van where you're fighting on top of the moving van. The, with the ninjas, yeah, and yeah. then you have. You start throwing diagonally, I think. Uh, you know what? Ga you know what game I love, guys. Am, am I allowed to get us off on a tangent? <laughs> yeah. Narc. Remember oh that? Oh my game? god, dude! I love Narc. 
I had no business playing that game at my age, but man, did I love it. Oh man. I, I guess I, you know, I guess there's ways to play that game, but I sure would love to see the arcade game because where else can you shoot? Oh, what is it? There were a, child molesters. A, <laughs> yeah. Child molesting clowns. A crowd of knife wielding clowns. With, you shoot them with a rocket launcher. And they explode, and there's all these flaming limbs <laughs> spinning around. Drug was... dealers would throw heroin needles at you. <laughs> As they do. Yeah. I forgot about that. And they stick in you, and you're like, oh, it drains your energy. You know, just like, just like real life. And then you so get, don't do it, kids. Then you get in that hot pink convertible, and you drive down the freeway, and you, like, crash it. You jump out shooting missiles at a helicopter. Yeah, they don't mess around. That game was great. That game is a classic. One of the best arcade games ever. Right. So I said, hmm, I wonder what goes with this game. And so I started playing levels of that, levels of that game's music and then comparing it with all these just random pop songs, hip-hop songs, whatever. And, and um, you, I would spend hours, you know, like, like my friend, just kind of going in this dreamy state and uh, seeing what goes with what and making note of it. So kind of just being like, this reminds me of this or this reminds me of this. Yeah. Like pairing wines with cheeses. <laughs> That's right. But I, I, full disclosure, I don't have a doctorate. In wine and cheese or no, fun no, funkology. No. Funkology. Uh, yeah. I think you at least have like an associate's degree in funkology. Yeah, maybe some correspondence classes. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I might want to be an octave. Can I just get a master's degree in octave, and you can be the octavology? <laughs> well, octaves are just one part of the grand landscape of music. I'm talking it's about your name. Two parts. Octaves require at least two notes. At least. At least and exactly. You need the root, and then you need the octave of that root, which is the same note. Let me there tell you guys. Go. These guys know their math. All right. Vic Victor, when you came out here, you knew your math, man. We making, had some, some obscure math fun. So, so my, my father's also a bit of a mad scientist, uh, and he's obsessed with the golden ratio. So he had this idea that because the golden ratio is seen to be a very pleasing ratio in art and in nature, he thought that it would be a pleasing ratio to the ear. Um, turns out he was wrong, but we had some fun times trying to figure out if he was right or not and tried to make a song where the octaves were in a golden ratio to each other instead of a two-to-one ratio. And it, it sounded the like you could tell it was odd, right? They just never quite coalesced <laughs> into something that was musical. It was odd, yeah. It, it was odd, but there's something... Your dad's super cool, by the way. It was oh. cool having you guys out here. Uh, there's something to be done with that stuff, you know. Who knows what it sounds with? I mean, generally, you want to keep stuff. You want to keep stuff in key if you're if you're blending two things. But uh, you, sometimes you never know. You you know, like my friend just did it all by ear. You know, he didn't have any software, so you just the ear knows. You got to listen to it. Yeah. So I mean, we might finish that track someday. It's just it isn't musical. It's it's hard to figure out how to turn it into a song. So it'd have to be more of like a soundscape underneath some rapping or something. But we could still get there. Spoken yeah. word. <laughs> it would be fun. Word. Yeah. Start writing go. those words, 
Mullet? Yeah. Do you think do you think we'll ever see a return to Big Al the Big Alness? I don't know. Do you think we will Some- ever see rap again? Because I really want to see rapping. Sometimes when I get stuck in traffic, you know, I just get so uh so fed up. I just wanna grab a mic and just throw it down on all these fools. Just you and Eminem <laughs> rapping about spaghetti. <laughs> That's right, making spaghetti for my kids with spinach oh. and meatballs. There you go. Well, <laughs> what was your uh, college rap group like? There were three of us. That's it. And Good story. Wow. So were you trying to do the Beastie Boys thing? Was <laughs> no, that- no. I was thinking out loud. I was trying to think of one thing, one of our names that was original. Because there's another DJ Tanner. Right, oh, but we thought we were we thought we were clever because we had a DJ Tanner. But just the thing about the internet is, you, however clever you think you are, someone did it like ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? No matter, you know. And so the best is to just do whatever, because there's always going to be someone before you, someone afterward. So, where are we going with this? You had DJ Tanner, and who else was yeah. in your awesome college? Oh, 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 gosh, I'm embarrassed to so- say this. I, uh, listen, my I went by Optimus Rhyme. Yes. Why are you embarrassed by yes. that? Because, because there was like, well, there's probably like seven bands at the time with that name, as far as I know. But there's the one that that did a great job. Uh, they thought of the same name, and I think they thought of it like a year sooner. So good thing that all I happened to do, you know, was do some open mics, you know, and some shit around town in Radford with um, Roger Rapid and nice. DJ Tanner didn't actually exist. It was, it was a joke. DJ Tanner was a robot. So it was actually the two of us oh. kind of like you guys, wow. but uh, we just didn't have us... time to do much. Cause I graduated and then I moved story of my life. Huh? I still remember the lonely desert Blake leaving so you just, behind when just... I didn't get Wi-Fi. I played your CD over and over and over. Cause it was like the only CD I have. The rest were in the trunk, and I was too lazy because, you know. The cartoon violence CD? Yeah. Oh. We engender laziness. That's, <laughs> that's what we go for. So now, where's the where's our where's our remix? Oh, you did you did give people your tracks. Yeah. You're still you're still making a remix album. It's in the works. That's a nice way of putting it. Right, right. It's it's underway. There are many people who have said they would make a remix. Many, many people said they would make a remix. We have zero out of question mark tracks finished. <laughs> yes. Well, I have my fingers crossed you're not going to follow up on that anytime soon. Uh, we're, we're too busy making new music to worry about that right now. We're just going to bring people on our podcast and awkwardly mention it. Yeah. So it gets uncomfortable. <laughs> So slowly but surely we'll come around. Well, you know what? I love the idea. I've always yeah. loved the idea. Well, really, I mean, really, what I I would like to collaborate on something entirely new. I think I w- that would be fun. I like, would like to jam with you guys sometime. That would be fun. I will put you on any instrument you want. I'll just let you play it. Sousaphone, flugelhorn, what? musical saw. You name what it. What do you? What do you? What makes you think I can play any of those? <laughs> what made us think you could turntable or Ableton? You'll learn. That's right. With yeah. a little bit of gumption, I can learn to place. What was it? Saw blades. Yeah, musical saw. Yeah, 
You can play any anything you put your mind to, I believe. If it's you want like a theremin you can cut a tree down with. I'd love yeah. to I'd love to get you back on that mic though for a track or two, maybe. Big Al come through, guest rap, maybe drop some beats as a bit mullet. Who knows? I think that the world is open to such possibilities. And you could absolutely learn how to play anything because if Prince can play twenty seven instruments, why can't you? True that. You know, the, with a little gumption, yeah, that's the American way. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, speaking of Prince, uh, it sucks that he's dead. Yeah. It really fucking sucks. What the fuck? Yeah, um, of all the people to lose at such a young age, so soon after this reinvigorated tour he's been on, um, yeah. it's just it's so heartbreaking. He just played here in uh, Oakland, where I live, like a month or two ago. And I was like, oh, God, $200. I'm going to have to wait to see him. And he was, it was just him and a piano. That would have been so the greatest thing to have gone to ever. And I'm just kicking myself for not spending the money. Yeah, my cousin was getting married four blocks away from that show that night. So I had to do that. Um, otherwise, I, I would have probably tried to be at that Friends show. But yeah, the last dang. show we ever did uh, is, at least as of this recording, it's available on SoundCloud if you search for it. This is last show in Atlanta, and it's pretty great. It's an audience recording, so there's a lot of crowd noise, but uh, probably gives you an idea of what it would have been like to be at that Oakland show. Uh, it'll never be the same. And this is, this, is the, this is such a lesson that you learn over and over as a music fan. Never assume that there's going to be a next time you're going to be able to see a band. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you, like I, I go to so many concerts and so many shows because I just don't want to miss the opportunity ever. Like seeing, seeing performers live is so important to me, and it's weird that some people don't get that. And I, like I'm like, how can you not want to go to a show? Yeah, yeah. yeah when I, someone dies and I've never seen them live, it's just like, not only do you mourn because that person's no longer making music, but you can't share in that experience with other people in that yeah. setting anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like going to church in a lot of ways. I think like that is a good analogy for it. Only there's no pretentious bullshit being thrown your way. You're just having a good time and getting loose. Yeah. And you can wear slightly different clothing. Yeah. Oh God. Such wonderfully better clothing. <laughs> I think it's good advice because a lot of aging musicians, you know, like you may not get a chance to see them again. The boomer, the boomers and generation X, you know, they came up with some fantastic music. Uh, yeah. You know, you called me old school earlier. That's because I was, you, you heard about, you know, the, the people born right on the border between two generations. You see, you see the eighties and the nineties. Yeah. Right. Hence the old school. Prince was old school, you know, but he was so freaking fresh at the same time. He yeah. could do whatever. He could, he could shoot like, he could do any kind of music from the past and he could shoot like 10 light years ahead. Yeah. He always was, man. It's just that his mind, and he was so talented. Yeah. 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 It's, I think like, you know, the thing is, is like you can look at him and Bowie and musically they're completely different, but as like creative icons, they're, very much along similar parallels, I feel, just as far as like having sort of an androgynous sexual identity, being able to change their personality or their persona or their look 
in order to facilitate whatever was going on at the time, yeah. not being like like em- embracing like different things musically, inspiring musicians, working with really good musicians, you know. Uh, yeah, but there's a surprising yeah. number of parallels between the two. It's so so crazy. We lost both of them within three months of each other. Yep. Sure is a kick in the dick. And then we also lost Fife Dog. Ugh. You wanna know what you wanna know something? I was I just left a David Bowie tribute concert. Like I'd been like singing along with like bands to Bowie's songs all night long, getting all emotional. And then I come out and it's like, oh, another really fucking awesome musician from that you grew up with is dead. R.I.P. funky yeah. diabetic. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? Like out of nowhere. Yeah. So I don't know if it's just part of getting older, but it definitely feels like there's a lot of like the last generation of performers that were also musicians is kind of dying. Like nobody's gonna cry like this when like, well maybe when Beyonce and Jay Z die, but I mean like when Diplo or Skrillex, when, like, all the DJs and bullshit start dying off, no one's going to be, like, crying tears and be like, they were such innovators and they changed things so much. It's like, no offense to DJs, uh, Mr. 8-Bit Mullet, but, you know, a lot of them, a lot of them just push play, and, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, I, su- I suppose time will tell. You asked me about, you asked me about rapping earlier. I'm, you know, I'd consider that, but... Um, uh, DJing is a way to grow. You know, it's 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 what you're doing. It's what's it for is. dinner. <laughs> DJ. Exactly. Yes. Er. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, okay. So, talking about generations, right? Yeah. Uh, I play. I introduced video games to my kids, and when they come to visit. You know, when we've taken care of business up front, uh, done homework or whatever, then, uh, you know, sometimes we go outside and play, sometimes we play some games. And Yoshi's Woolly World was a favorite of theirs, so I was listening to that a lot. And um, it was just fun seeing what went with it. And you know what was super interesting? Uh, That game has, like, the game has a bunch of tracks, and I was seeing which ones go best with more jazzy hip-hop music. You know, like Diggable Planets, uh, Tribe, you know, the stuff that had jazz, you know what I'm saying, it's just the boom yeah. bit. Uh, the majority of the ones that worked with Yoshi's Willy World were Tribe songs from their various albums, uh, quite a few from the Low End Theory. And so I was like, hmm, <laughs> oh, I, won- I wonder if. And I put it on the back burner for a while, and then we beat the game, and then we found out we had to go back. Oh, God, what was it? Get all the stars? So you get all the Yoshis, right? You had to play all the levels again. So you can unlock everything, right? Oh, well, wait. There's more. You find out, oh, wait, you have to have gotten all the flowers. And so we go back and play. (laughs) The fun part is I don't tell them what to do, you know, we... Sometimes they just want to play the same level 10 times in a row. And I'm like, y'all want us to, you know, you want to go to level 2.3 or whatever? And they're like, no. We like this. So I'm like, all right, we'll just do this for a month. 
it's funny where kids go. They go wherever. Dude, oh, man, I played the crap out of Super Mario World. Like, just collecting everything, doing everything. And yeah, I would yep. play my favorite levels over and over again just to see if I can find things I hadn't found before. Just to, like, explore every nook and cranny. Practice for that speed run. So, see, that's, that's the spirit. Yeah. So your next mix, is it, like, kind of a... So it's like a Tribe Called Quest tribute mixed with kind of a... Homage for your daughters as well? Is, is that what's going on? Is it like a double tribute thing? I was basically like, well, both of these things um, are pieces of my experience, past or recent past. And so basically I just took two things I liked and put them together. And I was like, I like it. You know, I just, just put, mashed them. I, and that's what I like. I like connecting things. You put and- some peanut butter in that chocolate? Yeah. Made it all smooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a peanut butter porter. There you go. Nice. And when is, so when is this next mix dropping, man? In May. In May? So yeah, we're like, I'm just going to... So, so is it going to be live when this goes live? Are people going to be... No, 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 no. People, no. Just, people can get an alert for when it comes out. com. right? You go, there's alerts, and then... As soon as it's out, I send you an email, and there it is. I give it all away for free. I also put it on all the other, all the other channels too. You know, however you want to listen to it, there it is. Until the man shuts it down, I guess. Fight the power. Yeah. No. You gotta take the power back. I mean, I'll be doing my thing regardless. Even if it's just me in my bedroom making music, I'm gonna do it because I like the sound of it. But it's fun to have friends over, right? And um, Break down the beats. Yeah, or playing in the hallway at Magfest or something. You know, it's fun. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for coming on and chatting with us. First and foremost, about your projects, past, present, and future. But now, yeah, it's time for the top five game. Which, uh, if kids, if you're not familiar with the top five game, here's how it works we pick a theme each month and then we make a top five list. Each member of the podcast makes a top five list. And then we go through that top five list one by one. And if there's any matchups, there's challenges. So uh, this month's theme, oddly enough, top five Prince songs. So, So what else, what else can we do? We had to pick top five Prince songs. So with, without further ado, Hey, Ben Mullet, you are the guest, so we always start off with the guest number five song. So, and if you, uh, if, uh, if you have the same song on your list as somebody else's name in a song, you go, woo-hoo-hoo-hoo. That's our buzzer this, this month. All right. And then you got to do your best prince to win the battle to keep that song on your list. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. This should be fun. My number five is Electric Chair from the 89 Batman movie soundtrack. Ooh. Starting off strong. Mm. Yeah. So do, you, do you have a story yeah, about the first time you heard Electric Chair? It's not that it was edgy. It's that it's Prince being badass, and he goes from like 30 miles an hour to like 100 miles an hour in that song. And it, keep, it keeps you guessing. You're like, what is he going to do next? Because he'll just scream 
and then it, it's chill again. <laughs> you just have to hear it. And this is like the Tim Burton Batman soundtrack was done by Prince, which is just so fucking weird. Like, it makes, like, knowing what you know about Tim Burton and his Danny Elfman, like, fetish and the rest of the, like, you know, music to Batman to just be like, oh, yeah, and Prince is going to, like, do the soundtrack. Like, it's so out of left field, but yeah. it's so fucking cool. It's still fucking cool as hell. See, so who would have thought two disparate objects would blend together so well? But then, it, you know, it's got its pros and cons now. You can see it on Netflix. It's a little dated. Uh, it is it a is, little it's, bit. <laughs> it's great to watch Jack Nicholson as the Joker, like, cause like, mad chaos while grooving to Prince. Yes, he had so many lines. He was so funny. Uh, and Billy D. Williams. Billy D. as the mayor. Or no, he was Harvey Dent. Yeah. That's right. Man, yeah. they would have made a great Two-Face if they'd ever gotten around to it. Yeah. But they never did. Yep. Brock, you want to go next or should I? Uh, you know what? I usually go last, so why don't I get? Why don't I go second for once? I'm going with Little Red Corvette. Nice. Baby, you're just too fast. I love I love songs about cars. Mm. I gotta say that has a little bit to do with this. Uh, just also like I love like the like the like weird portamento like keyboard stuff that goes on in the background. It's like a really minimalist song if you listen to it, which uh, a lot of Prince's stuff tends to be very orchestrated. So like I don't know, it just kind of seems like as far as like. Is more popular stuff goes like very just not a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, well, he's got those two styles. Special. There's the style of song that's just got the groove and the bass in there, and then it has some air to it. And then there's the kind of songs where it's all like keyboard swells and you know horn stabs and shit. Yeah, like 1999, my number five. <laughs> hey, it's so, all over the place. So glad that only made my alt list. <laughs> I was like, I was like, someone's gonna pick this. It was gonna be a collision. Yeah, my, I, I got. This is another one of these ones where I've got a five-song alt list in addition to the regular one. So, oh, yeah. so uh, yeah, nineteen ninety-nine, my fifth favorite. Um, what's it gonna be for you, uh, DJ Eight Bit Mullet, on your number four? And we say that as people that actually got to party like it was nineteen ninety-nine. We did in nineteen ninety-nine, and it was awesome. Nah, everybody was tripping about Y2K back then. You remember that? Yeah. I got... I, I, I had such a good time that night. That yeah. was a good time. Doctor, we were we were partying together out in Pittsburgh. Um, were you? Yeah. The two of y'all together. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, was, that's how long we've known each other. Yeah. I remember where I was. Um, fireworks uh, in the Philippines Fourth of July celebration there. Cool. Yeah. Damn baller. But that doesn't tell us what your number four song is. I guess it doesn't. Yeah. My number four song is Party Man, also from the eighty nine Batman movie soundtrack. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sensing all? a theme. Huh. Oh, I, what could they be? I, I think you're going to sway off theme for at least one song, but uh, I like where you're going so far. It was a clever song. I mean, it makes <laughs> you want to dance and break art. 
Well said. Right? We've all I, been there. I can't yeah. deny it. I just like to <laughs> I like to maniacally laugh and just fucking spray paint all over Monet's. Exactly. Uh, you know, so one of the weirder scenes of that movie, a dance number. Not a dance, but you know, Prince. Prince music. And I got that tape because I was nuts about the Batman movie. Once I found out it was coming out, I got the uh, graphic novel adaption. I got the T-shirt. I got the Game Boy game, I think. That might have been year, a year later. And I got the novel, like the print, you know, prose novel of the movie adaption. You know what I'm saying? You go yeah. in Walden Books at the mall, and they got books out front for uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> now a major motion picture. Yes, and you buy that and you read it and you're like, oh, and then the movie comes out. And you know, you know, you already you know every <laughs> word. Yeah. You know every word they're gonna say. You know every thought they had uh, throughout the story. Uh, but anyway, that movie came out, and uh, we used to bump that soundtrack all the time on cassette. I made my parents play it in the car. Uh, played it at home. Oh, a tape deck. So much. I, I've I had the same experience with the Wayne's World soundtracks. <laughs> that was a good soundtrack. There you go. But we're not. But I don't think it had Prince on it. No, it had Queen. Nope. And it had. It's uh, good time growing up. It's good times. Foxy. Where were lady. you? Where were you when Batman '89 came out, Blake? I was. I, I saw it at the local theater. I think it was like Christmas Day or something, wasn't it? Yes, it. Probably was. I don't know what day I went to see it, but I had to pee so bad I had to run out of the theater. I missed that scene where the Joker shoots Bruce Wayne, but he's got the plate. Oh, spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, man, don't worry. That movie, if you haven't seen it by now, it, it's your own damn fault. <laughs> but wait, we're, we're going to dock. Have you even said your number four yet? Uh, no, but it's your no. Isn't it your turn? Oh, God, it is. I've been waiting oh. this whole time for you to stop uh, rambling and say you're number four. Well, I would hate to cause any controversy. <laughs> oh! <laughs> is it on both your uh, lists? No, I, that was not a hoo. No. That was an ooh. There was an ooh hoo is our, is our trigger. That was just a regular ooh. It's like, ooh hoo. Ah. No, 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 no. That wasn't on mine, but no, we're just we get celebrating to hear you with you. It? I'm just controversy that song is, that song just fucking rocks Hands down. yeah 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 controversy you're just fucking moving your head just thinking about it all of you uh, everyone hmm. listening to this soundtrack there's nothing much more to say about that i think it's pretty obvious why it made the list yeah well, it taps a really universal theme yeah and it's just like and it's also prince kind of be like i you, you say whatever the fuck you want i don't care like, do you really? You don't know what I really believe in. I, I yeah, Prince, dude. Here's a blank check, dude. Just make whatever you can yeah. make it as weird as you want. I'll listen, you know, because it's always gonna be so different. Even songs on the same album are like very different. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The guy is all over the place in such a good way. Speaking of very different, my number four, sexy motherfucker shaking that ass. Shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is it? Uh, what it's, is the uh, whatever you do? Vo- 
insert brackets voice command. You know what I'm saying? That's one that I had my mind on. Yeah, I figured. Because it's a damn good song. I figured. It is a good oh, song. Oh, you think you know me? Uh, you guys I, sit around and talk about how sexy I am. I think I know how sexy you are. We all know how sexy Egyptian you are. Egyptian lover. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, so yeah, so we got a um, we got a we battle. Got a... Is is that a three way or is this just between me and Mr. Mullis? It's, it's not on my list. Okay. So it's on, it's on mine. It is on yours. Yeah. Well, I all right, guys. Each of you has to do a Prince impression. So give me give me your oh, give me a line from the song starting with Eight Bit Mullet. Oh shit. Sing it for me. All right, all right, all right. Dun, 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 dun. You sexy motherfucker. Dun, and they have horns. Burn, 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 burn. Ooh, that song is the shit. It, you know, the thing about that song, my parents bought one of his greatest hits CDs, and they didn't know what sexy, you know what I'm saying? They Those put that CD. They're blasting that shit to the kids. This is not the lyrics to the song. Uh, let's see if Dr. Octave can. No, do well, oh, oh, I'm not done. You know what I'm talking about. You, this is make me say it. Sing it. Motherfucker shaking that ass, shaking that ass, shaking that ass. Sexy motherfucker shaking that ass. And then they're like shaking that ass, shaking that ass. You know what I'm saying? It's like this uh, jazz, all about someone shaking an ass. Are we? We are talking about the same song. Bow, 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 bow. Dun, dun. You sexy motherfucker. This guy. Ah, uh, he. I think. I think Doc. Doc, you win that one. I'll concede that was fantastic. That was some nice falsetto there. Thank, thank you. I was channeling his purpleness. Uh, I ran out of crystal light like ten minutes ago, so I'm gonna blame it on that. <laughs> well, blame it on the crystal light. All right. That means you need to pick. Uh, so when it comes time for a sexy MF in your list, you have to replace have to it with an alternate. Song. But okay. if, unless it's your number three, we're gonna hear something else from you now. It was not my number three. No, my number three is Bat Dance. Uh, <laughs> it's also my... from also from the surprise, surprise. Batman movie soundtrack. That was on my alternate list. I'm noticing a pattern now uh, in my choices. Yeah, I'm yeah. Now you're my making life. it up. <laughs> <laughs> no, Batman's... I mean I'm getting these. I'm getting these out. Of, I'm getting these out of the way because you know Batman... that was my introduction. No, it wasn't. It's the only, a different story. It's the only Prince album you know, isn't it? Don't lie. <laughs> That's not true. All right. Because your eyes will open by the end of this contest. Well, you know Ooh. what? I just want your extra time and your. <laughs> It's on your list too, Doc. It's it's up next. It's my number three. All right. Well, that means uh, DJ Bit Mullet, you are the judge. So we have to do a Prince impression for you, and then you. Oh my gosh! I never thought I'd I'd have this kind of responsibility when you invited me on. That song seems so competitive. I didn't want to get caught up in the mix. But it's now here song. I am judging my friends. <laughs> sure, let's hear it. All right. So who who's going first here? You don't have to be beautiful to turn me on. Ow. 
Oh, that's okay, I guess. If you don't have, you don't have to be rich to be my girl. You don't have to be cruel to rule my world. Ain't no particular kind I'm more compatible with. I just want your extra time and your chicka 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 choo kiss. Everybody dance now. So who wins? Who's your who's your winner, eight bit mullet? Uh, you know, it was a tough decision, but uh, I'm gonna go with Blake. Woo! I thought, uh, yes, he did sing more words than I did. Uh, he did, but that's but to be commended. And he went more, the extra mile, Victor, and with more passion. I'm uh, sorry, I, I would argue the level of passion, sir, but I will relinquish kiss to your collection. Yes, uh, I'm not, I'm not gonna sing that song, but if I, <laughs> but if I were, I'd say. I want to be in your fantasy, baby. You can be mine. That song's full of hidden gems, man. I knew y'all, you know. That's, but here, I, here just, we did. Here we concluded this. Yeah, it was you, man. You were good. It wins because of the falsetto. I'm sorry. Like if you can, if you can do a sexy falsetto. Like, what What was I, I doing? But sexy falsetto there. That's all I did. No, I'm not talking about you. <laughs> oh. I'm just talking about the song in general. Oh. Like, like that's not like I'm I'm not into guys at all, but I'm ready to blow Prince after hearing that song. I'm fucking butter. Well, I tell you what, then, since you guys are so, so sexy, when when we all finally finish that cartoon violence remix album, I'll see if I can mix it with some right said Fred, Ooh. because uh, that's they're you, too, you know. They're too sexy. Like shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I want you yes, to do a little like turn sexy on the guys book for you. <laughs> so, you guys got it. So, right, so now that so now that you lost uh, the kiss, yeah, I got I got to give it up to Diamonds and Pearls, my alternate number three favorite Prince song. Nice, mm. keeping it a like, little tender. Keeping it tender. Yeah, that's 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 what I always say about you, Doc. Is you keep it tender. All I can offer you is my love. I don't got diamonds or pearls. That's, that's... <laughs> all right, all right. I guess if I could, I would give to... you the world. All right. All right. Fine. Eight <laughs> bit mullet. What is your number two, two Prince song? My number two Prince song is Purple Rain. Oh God, I'm so glad. I was like, I want to put it on my list so bad because let's face it, it's like one of the ultimate fucking songs ever. This contest you've created, it's essentially paper scissors rock. <laughs> you think? One time I out, I faked out you. One time you faked out me. You're all like, you know, what if this is gonna happen? This is gonna be competitive. Whatever, you know, it's all so random. This is fun. Yeah, yep. I, you just gotta kind of pre predict that people are going to going to go for the ultimate songs. Yeah. I mean, I knew Purple Rain was gonna be on at least one other person's list, but it's honestly not in my top five favorite Prince songs. Part of that might be because a certain person used to sing it at karaoke every week for an eternity. Oh my. That's a karaoke. Yeah. If you ever hang out at a karaoke bar where yeah, somebody sings that song every week, you will get sick of it. I'm so sorry. I'm oh, sorry man. for your loss. That and Black Thank Velvet. You. I hate Black Velvet. I do not rain. please. Thank you. <laughs> Purple Rain, like, dude, I remember I was like six, five. I don't know. We were at this carnival and uh, 
it was a prize. They had this like hit the, you know, swing the mallet or whatever and see if you can hit the bell. And I was just a little kid. So I tried the 10 foot one, you know, and it, it went like a couple feet high and they're like, why don't you try a, this smaller one? And they pulled out this one that was like four feet high. And I was like, oh, all right, whatever. And so I hit it and, um, I had thought the prize was going to be, you know, some kind of stuffed animal or something, but they're like, here it is. It's a framed photo of Prince. Just a photo. <laughs> nice. Nice. And it said purple rain on it. And I was like, all right, I got to check this out. But you're six, you don't have any means. And so like one day I happened to be in a, you know, a tape store or whatever. And you finally listen to it and you're like, oh yeah. And you know, and then you find out, oh, there's a movie. Just keeps growing on you. Anyway, I guess I lucked out. I I mean, when you guys make it big, I'm going to publish your how to win the top five competition cartoon violence uh, contest <laughs> for winners. Only 1995. Your guide to success. Nah, whatever, man. It's it random be chance. 1999. It should be. <laughs> well, uh, we can at least party like it. Yeah. I don't think there's, uh, like, as much as, as much as, like, Prince has changed his iconography to match whatever he's doing, I still feel like that is the pinnacle of, like, when I think of Prince, like, I picture him on a purple fucking motorcycle. Yeah. Like, on the, you know what I mean? Like... It's the epitome, you know, of that, that yeah. whole thing. It was... That's the picture. Yeah, let's just be real about it. But, um... But you picked that song, and no one else did, so... Kudos to you. Kudos. We give it up to the guest. All right. Well, like I said, it's my turn. Yeah. Be real coming with your number my, two. Coming in at my number two is another number, seven. Oh. That is Man. also my number two, you dirty song-stealing robot. Oh, you sons of bitches. Do you dare go up against me again? Do you dare Can to I? Oh, I'm seven and one will fall. They stand in the way of love and we will smoke them all with an intellect. I point at my head when I say that. And a savoir faire. No one in the whole universe will ever compare. Cause I am yours now and you are mine and two. Together we love through all space and time so don't cry. One day all seven will die. Ah, uh, you gotta mm. sing it when I... Oh, seven men will watch them all. We're standing away alone. We will smoke them all. And then into the light. And the savoir faire. No one in the whole universe can ever compare. Because I and you now. You're man in Together we love for all. Space and time. So they cry. And it goes. You miss, and you, he never says I point to my head when I say that. But he does point to his head when he says that, and I was just yeah. describing, since it's, since it's an audio podcast, they can't see the music video with him wearing that, like, lace blindfold and all those creepy eight-year-old belly dancers. Yeah. But, whatever. <laughs> you but got you a can't, picture with words. But you gotta let the word. you also have to let people's imagination fill in things, because that's not 
part of the lyrics. It's well, part of the I, subtext. I think we should let subtext. DJ 8-Bit Mullet decide whether the subtext is king or not. Well, I sure would love to listen to that song again. You know what I'm saying? I was trying to the other day. Oh, seven, then we'll you couldn't find anywhere. All I could find was this. I mean, I understood, I got it, got it. But I, at, you try to just listen to it. And it's too bad. You know, he got fucked or whatever. So he couldn't be or chose not to be on, you know, stuff like YouTube and Spotify. But uh, all right. Oh, yeah. Okay. So that's his style. I guess that's cool. You know, it's, it's too bad, but. That's fine. I respect him. You know, do it, do it his way. That's fine. Just gotta look up the video on YouTube, man. It's not there. All I it's could there. find was like this German uh, barbershop choir singing it. So like, oh. <laughs> the trick is you gotta spell seven correctly with a seven instead of the V. I tried searching in every tongue and dialect and language in the world, and I couldn't find it. Well, now I'm just you're... I'll sing it to you whenever you want if you make me the winner. Oh, man. You did record this podcast, so technically I could just loop it. I could make an eight-hour loop and just sleep to it every night. Yeah. I hope that you do. <laughs> but that also doesn't decide a winner. Yeah, you have to pick who won out of those two. Oh, God. Do you like the authenticity of my performance or the hamosity of Professor Robots? It's not um, ham. It's passion. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, you've both got passion, but, you know, with a name like 8-Bit Mullet, you know, I'm not super upscale. You know what I'm saying? I like hammy. You know what I'm saying? I like tongue-in-cheek. I like milking it. And I think that that's what Blake did, so I have to choose him twice in a row. Uh, and don't feel good about it, but uncool. my heart goes. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Doc, but I'm just pushing you to be better. In a lot I, of ways. You know, I think this is what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> you You just revealed my number one. So. How can you just leave me standing alone in this world so cold? Maybe I'm just too demanding. Maybe I'm just like my father. Really cool. According to DJ Pit Mullet. Uh. Man. Man. Too cool. <laughs> so, I guess it's my turn. Can now. you bring more ham than that? I well, dig if you win a picture of you and I engaged in a kiss. The sweaty body comes me. Can you, my darling, can you picture this? Me winning three in a row on a podcast. Come on, hat trick. Big 8-Bit Mullet giving me the hat trick. Uh, what? Come Don't on. fall for his tactics. He's just trying to both, sauce you uh, up. You are both very talented gentlemen. I fear I may have been subconsciously influenced by the fact that I am seeing a video of Blake this whole time. But on Look. Victor's half of the screen, I see a Skype a blue Skype icon that symbolizes Look. a person, but there's no face. Look, Animals strike curious poses because they feel the heat, the heat between me and you. Huh. Yes, your heat vision uh, blinded my, me. My heat vision. My science. Moment. I'm saving bandwidth so that I can record this freaking podcast. I don't care Look. about video. That shouldn't affect this hey, contest. Hey, you should be closing your eyes for this. 
How can you just leave me standing alone in a world that's so cold? Please don't leave me standing in a world that's so cold. Vote for me. Give me the hat trick. (laughs) This pandering has gotten out of control. No, I mean, I said, I said it was, I said it was Blake this time. Oh God. Uh, You're giving him three in a row just because you can see his video. The hat trick. I got the hat trick. No. Yes. No, 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 no. You misunderstood me. I need you to both do the third one again, but we did it hammier, right? Maybe I'm not the guy to judge you. There's no one else to judge us. We can't judge ourselves. We'd go to jail for that. <laughs> I'll go out in the street and just ask some people what they think, right? Maybe when we get I'm you to sing to some strangers. <laughs> Do we have time for that? Uh, are there people walking in front of your house right now that you can be like, hey, I need to bring you into my house. You need to listen to these two guys sing Prince lyrics and tell me which is better. Uh, you know what, man? I got time. Catch if you. you will my stomach. I don't have the bandwidth. Feel how it trembles inside. You've got yeah. the butterflies all tied up. Don't make me chase you. Wait, this is my part. I didn't sing over you, you stupid robot. Actually, guys, you're both out of order. You both had your chance. I just wanted you to touch if you will my stomach. What is wrong with you touching if you will my stomach? You don't want to. You want to know why I'm choosing Victor this time? Because you both sang like a couple minutes ago or whatever, a little while back, and I got that, and I hadn't even made up my mind yet. And then Victor's like, "I'm singing again." He didn't ask; he took it. So he is the victor this time. Plus, it sounded good. It sounded good. You hammed it up, and I appreciated that because that's my personal preference. Well, then I guess I'll have a I'll have another one ready for you when uh, when you come when it comes around and. I guess for now you're you're safe, Doc. Finally, I didn't get my hat trick, and I uh, I'll just but have to deal for being. You got to act like you did. Ah, <laughs> uh, you got to feel it just for that one fleeting moment. I don't know. That's like probably being in Motley Crue. Like it's kind of cool that you were in Motley Crue, but you're also in Motley Crue. <laughs> so. At any it's, rate, it's a double-sided coin, that's for sure. It's time. It's time to hear what Eight Bit Mullet's number one Prince song is. God, you know, you guys didn't tell me. I need Victor's rolling deep with like five alternate choices. I wasn't prepared. You I wasn't prepared. prepared. I am prepared, but I don't know, man. I like having more options at my disposal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not cheating. This is all off my memory. So I'm trying to think. Seven, man. I can't believe you you, you bastards took that. <laughs> it's such a good song. We really had to. It's the first. There's a couple songs I thought of immediately, you know, when I heard he passed away. Uh, but seven, I just really wanted to hear that day. It's like a way of saying goodbye, you know? Mm-hmm. Everyone falls, you know, there's some, there's some whatever in it. But uh, a lot of his shit applies to whatever. Like, yeah, you know, music for yeah. life. 
and crazy. You can you can justify anything with music, interpretively. Yep. Uh-huh. So uh, I'd have to say, let's get crazy. Yeah, I did not put that on my list because I thought it would make someone else's list. Yeah, I mean, wow. it's basically my first alternate at this point. Uh-huh. Um, if if I have to fight over my number one, that would have been what I'd pick second. But uh, yeah. uh, it's it's not technically on my top five right now, so you get to get it uncontested. Well, gentlemen, it seems we have an agreement. All right. Oh, all right. Well, so look, we're back on agreement. You, hey, I feel like you came out. <laughs> you came out smelling like a rose more than anybody with your bat dance homage. I was waiting for Arms of Orion as your number one. <laughs> Oh my God! I'd sing that in a heartbeat. I should have. I should have announced that one. You can still you know sing it. It's not too late. Do it right sing now. The arms of Orion. That's where I wanna be. Does something turn the rapson and the lumen and the sea of tranquility? I can't believe you guys remember this song. Drowning without you. None of the astronomical references in that song make sense. Like, Sea of Tranquility is on Mars. Orion constellation doesn't actually have arms. What? Orion doesn't actually have arms. They're just imaginary lines between stars. It's the least plausible. Just like the ones between us, Victor. Just the ones between each of us. They feel the heat. The heat between the two of you guys. We're all stars with lines connecting us. And that's but what it sounds like. Sound the lines, you have to have faith. That they're that's, there. that's what it sounds like when doves cry. <laughs> I think we're, we're hitting all the bases here. Well, guys, yep. uh, well, uh, my new number one. Get on top. Number, number one was taken. Uh, it gets down. If there's one thing I love, we all love, it's the dang, nasty, dirty, filthy, just fucking sexy fucking fuck Prince songs and none there's there's one particular one that's quite quite naughty and I'm gonna I'm gonna go with darling Nikki Ooh, as my number one you know with the intro you gave I thought we were gonna have another collision because my number one is erotic city <laughs> and that's a pretty funk nasty song. Yeah. That one gets down. Those are pervs at heart. Pervs <laughs> yeah. at heart. Prince is a perv at heart. Like you can't yeah. honor Prince We're... without honoring the sexuality of Prince. Prince reminded us that there's a pervert within each of us. He died for your sins. <laughs> he <laughs> fucked for your sins. Well, he got down. No, and when I say he died for your, for your sins, sins, I mean he's like no, I want them all. Give them to me. Yeah. yeah. I'll take oh, this, this sin. I'll take that sin. Ooh, that one's going to kill me. That's that's a taste of I like that. That's a good sin. That's a taste of sin. Precise <laughs> that sin. Give them all. <laughs> oh, man. Well, there we go, guys. And with that, another wonderful edition of Cartoon Madness Podcast is coming to an end. TJ Impet Mullet, we can't thank you enough. Big Al uh, slash Big Al slash whatever the fuck you want to call yourself. Uh, where can people go to find you on the internet? Where can they follow you on Twitter and Facebook and all that good stuff? 8bitmullet.com and, you know, Facebook and all that. That's the number eight? That is the number eight. Number yes, it eight, is. The word bit and the word mullet and a dot com will get you 
right to all of his mega mixes and mashups. Yeah, and like the just old go... Big Al's jams, which is still good, even though he doesn't perform it anymore. You can still hear the music. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you get there, just go to the music page. It's all there. You can download it for free, and then you can get alerts for when this, um, the low end Yoshi comes out. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. The Loshi? The Loshi. It puts the Loshi in the basket. Uh, Let's not go that route. (laughs) Nah, I don't want to think about that. And then, um, let's see. And uh, people can stop by your house. People can stop by your house and just hang out while you you groove some tunes. Yeah, how do people get on these house parties? If if they happen (laughs) to be in the Virginia area. Should we just put your address out on our podcast? That would, uh, you know, that would not be necessary. (laughs) <laughs> All right. But I, I appreciate your commitment to my promotion. No, it's cool. From time to time, we have, um, you know, we've just asked friends to hang out with us at the house and have a fun time. So, I'm, I mean, I'm, out, I'm every, I don't know, couple, a night or two a week, I'm out there meeting new people all the time. There's some really cool people in Richmond. So we'll see what comes of it. Cool. And, uh, and as Doc mentioned, we're on the Internet also. Uh, yeah, what, go to The Real Cartoon Violence on Facebook dot com uh let's see cartoon violins on twitter which we'll go back to in a minute uh cartoonviolencemusic.com please like us on itunes and uh what doc what's your uh, what's your twitter tweet uh i'm at doc octave uh it, and what well, i'm at uh that's it that's well that's all i do on twitter um but we got we got we got another twitter thing we got two twitter things let's talk about Talk about the shirts first. Oh, yeah. Because we got all these shirts, and you are drawing awesome taco pictures of people that post pictures of them wearing one of our new shirts. Yeah, it was an offer that I, I said if you buy uh, one of our shirts in April, that I will and take a photo of it and put it on uh, you know our Twitter or our Facebook page. I will draw you as a taco. I'm going to extend that offer through May, maybe even June. That's so generous. Yeah, so you go to threadless.com slash violence. Cartoonviolence.threadless.com. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. Don't go to the other one because then you don't you go to what I it. just said. Yeah. Hopefully you edited it out so people didn't even hear it. But yeah, so go to cartoonviolence.threadless.com. We got 12 new t shirt designs. You can buy one in any size you want, any color you want, any male, female, or child you want. And then hoodies. You get hoodies. We got hoodies. We got zip necks, ups. We got pullovers. We got crew cuts. Tops. We got chop tops. We got drop tops. We got mop tops. <laughs> we got flip flops and Crocs. But the take a picture hops. of yourself at the sock hop wearing your Crocs and your cartoon violence shirt. Tweet it at us at Cartoon Violins or post it on Facebook at The Real Cartoon Violence. And Professor Robot will draw you as a taco. It could not get better than that. Tell them what else we got, Prof. Oh, man, here's something really freaking cool. So uh, the video should be up at the same time as this podcast. But if you go to our YouTube and check out my very, very cool beat unboxing videos, that's where I get some Loot Crate stuff and I beatbox while unboxing it. And then you can read along with the subtitles as to what I'm saying in my beatbox language. Uh, and we're giving away uh, this one uh, a box of this month's Loot Crate. Uh, and all you got to do to win is go to our Twitter, follow us on Twitter, and then tell us why I should give it to you. U.S. residents only. I'm not sending it to Hawaii or Alaska or 
Venezuela or anything like that. So you got to be here in the United States. This month's box pretty cool. It's got like a David. It's got a labyrinth shirt with David Bowie on it, which is really dreamy. I think there's a like D20 ice mold in there. Um, bunch of cool swag. And then obviously, if you go to Loot Crate. Dot com slash week in geek is our current URL. We get we get some stuff for that and enter the code wig W I G and you can get 10% off your subscription and uh, that'll go to us. So check out my beatbox beatbox unboxing videos uh, right now. Do it while you're listening to this and see what cool swag that you can win just by following us on Twitter and being really cool. And whoever I decide deserves it the most will get it mailed to them. And those Sometime. videos are going to be on our YouTube at youtube.com slash cartoon violence band. There you go. Do we have enough different URLs? Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, blame the other cartoon <laughs> violences in the world for screwing us oh, over. <laughs> I'm going to blame society at large. You uh, all are very funny to follow online once oh, you get you. the URL down. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> it's been fun to watch. If you follow my Instagram uh but I think it's mm-hmm. just Prof Robot. It might be Professor Robot yeah. on Instagram. But I just posted a picture of a bunch of ceramic cats having an orgy. So. Hold on. Hold, no, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Let me get my phone. You, you, you need to see this, this while we're still on the line. I post, I post, I'll check it out. I'll check it out. I post pictures of my adorable cat as well, not having an orgy, but being cute and adorable. Just being a cat. Sometimes other stuff gets posted too, but who cares? Right. But go follow us, buy our shirts, get a Loot Crate, go subscribe to Loot Crate using our links and URLs, give us a thumbs up on iTunes, go buy everything that we make, go listen to 8-Bit Mullet's music, buy him a taco or something for being so cool. And guys, we'll be back next month with another awesome guest. Until then, stay frosty. Thanks for having a podcast with us, DJ 8-Bit Mullet. Thanks, guys, and thanks, everybody listening. I wish you a lot of love. Have a good one. Later. Everybody be more like Prince. (laughs) Yeah. That's the maxim to live by. Yeah. We leave you with this thought. Be more like Prince. You got it. (laughs) Let me just learn 29 instruments. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just get through it. We be the crew that possessed the old wicked instrumental, damaging your mental from here to Sacramento. This here group was made for vintage freestyling, feeling like I'm chilling on a Caribbean island. Rugged raw material is what we bring forth. A tropical course we representing up north when got you saying in the back, acting all silly, kicking freestyle raps, rolling up Philly. It's the formula fiasco in charge like Roscoe. Now you get the picture like Picasso. We make it happen when. Wish I met her sooner, instead I met her later, my love is much greater.
me on a roster, the ridder of imposters, and to sell the Buddha for the sexy drug ruler. Love is my motive, now I'm drug promoter. Plus, I needed buckets to fill up my buckets, supply me with the squeezy to make my life easy. Now I'm in some action for this fatal attraction. But don't you let me catch you with a journal up in these bitches, and don't you even dare to plan a plot upon my riches. Cause if you play me out, I think I'll let you be. I'll be damned if I let my brother try to gas me. I play my cards well, I try to live slow for the G I was self. Cause I was deep in hell, but then I really wasn't. She had a flop cousin who would give me duty on the side of my cutie. We lean, she kinda knew that I would do the do, but she didn't care. I did my work with care. Show, so promoters keep booking. We do it all for the love, y'all. Yeah, we do it all for the love. 